If you turn to Colossians 1 and 15, yeah. and that talks it's about the image Jesus. of the invisible God, firstborn of all creation. Yeah. So what does that mean, Carmen, to you that he is the firstborn of all creation? Am I going to be ignored? Because you're all directing oh, it to no, Carmen. No, you're not. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna see my answer. Um, Am I gonna be ignored? Because if you ask, her, no, Sam, Sam, you're not because ignored. It's Carmen, just that you have a you have a big presence, right? But we're trying to talk to two people, right? Well, you're directing so the questions to her, though. Are you right. listening? Sometimes to yourself? it's to Carmen. Sometimes it's to you. The only thing is, is just I'm not sure wait a little because bit. because it says he's the image of the invisible God. Carmen, sister, hey, yeah. did you bring me here so I can ask my questions, or do you want to ask your questions so I can leave and you can deal with them? Because they're asking you now because you decided to bring your questions. They're ignoring me. So what do you want to do, Carmen? I mean, because you're you, you thought you invited me to ask my question because Colossians 1:15 backfires if they let me answer. That's why in their translation, Carmen 16:17, mm -hmm. they added the word other four times. Yeah. All other yeah, things know, when it's I, not I, in their interlinear. But I'm not debating you. I'm trying to have a question, discussion with them. So what do you want me to do, Carmen? No, I'd like Sam to answer this because he he went through this um, last week. Oh, you I, mean he quoted to you Colossians 1:15 and 17, and he didn't tell you that. The word other is not in their interlinear because it's not in the Greek. It doesn't say all other things. It says all things. So they added yeah. to the word other to make it like Jesus wasn't the one the Father used to create everything. Well, so that's my question it. for them. Why did you guys insert the word other when it's not there? You inserted it four times in 16 and 17. Now you're splitting words. And, you, want, so you mean your interlinear is splitting words? Your interlinear is there's in, no other in it. In the American Standard Version, it says Read it for me. Things, all things created. Say it again. All things created, for in him were all things created. Why does your say all other things? Because other than him, all things created. You didn't answer the question. Why does your translation say all other things when you just read the American Standard Version says all things were created, not all other things? So why did you answer, insert the word other? So you didn't answer the question. And you're not listening then. Ma'am, did you quote I, American I, Standard I Version? I did answer. I did answer, and then immediately you said, no, you didn't answer me. Because so, you didn't. Why did you insert listening. the word other? If so, you say, <clears throat> it says Jesus was created. No, it doesn't. And, and all it other doesn't say he's created. All the things. He's the firstborn of all creation. And what does firstborn mean? Do you want me to show you what it doesn't mean and doesn't mean from your own first transition? thing that was created. It doesn't say that. No, firstborn doesn't mean that. Can you show yes, us what yes. firstborn means, Sam? Uh, it's well, that if I have eight children. My firstborn is the one who was created first. Why are you giving me a human example when I want to give you biblical verses to show you what it means? So you said you go with the Bible, right? But Sam, the Bible uses human terminology because okay, that's okay. what we can understand. So if you right? guys were to go to your Bible, you see the firstborn is used for someone who's not the first one born. Psalm 89, 26 to 27. David is called God's firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. But he's not the first son born. He was the youngest of eight, nor was he the first king. So what does it mean right. that David is the firstborn? But do you know that in the Bible, right, Jesus is also called David? Okay, but you're making my case in Psalm 89. If David is not the first king or the first son, what does it mean that he's the firstborn? Because they're talking about Jesus. No, it's not. Instant. If you read 19 to 37, it's about David and his sons and the covenant with David. Have you read Psalm 89, 19 to 37? It's about David and his sons. And if they prove faithless, then God will dispose him. But his covenant with David, he will not revoke. It's about David being the firstborn. Read it, Psalm 89, 19 to 37. So how can David be the firstborn according to your logic? Can you answer that? 
I'm hearing the birds chirp outside. Can you guys answer that question? So I'm, I'm trying to read the scripture okay. that you said. Read so 19 to 37. Nine. In 1937, it's not about Jesus. It's about David and the covenant that God makes with David. Because he said it's about Jesus. No, it's not. Read the context and see what it's about. You want to read out loud or you want me to read it for you? I'm reading it. Okay, but we want to hear it too. You do know that many of the Psalms were prophesied in two-part. You, you see, you went off on a tangent. I said in the context, it's about David and the covenant that God made with David and his sons who will sit on his throne. I know some Psalms are about Jesus, not this one. I, that's okay. why I told you 19 to 37. Well, verse 27 is, it says, and I will place him as firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. Who's that about? If you look at Hebrews 1 and 5. See, there you go again. You Did you, can example, you please read to 37 to see it's about David and his sons? Why do you read one verse and run? Can you please, for the love of Jehovah, read 27 to 37? Why'd you stop? That's what you've been doing with all the verses. You just asked a question and I'm just answering the question. Can, did I not tell you read 19 to 37 three times? Sam, just let her finish and then you can ask her You don't finish after. by running to Hebrews 1 5 when it says, Again, when he brings his firstborn into the world, he commands, Let all angels worship him. I know where she's going. Can you respect me to read the context and stop disrespecting me? I know where she's going. Hebrews 1 5. Again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. I know he's called firstborn there, not no, I here. Didn't say that. Okay, read Hebrews 1, 6 for me. Hebrews 1, 5, what you're saying. Uh, and to which of the angels he said, you are my son, today I've begotten you, and I will be his father, he'll be a son to me. And again, Hebrews 1, 5 and 1, 6. Then you misquoted because Hebrews 1, 5 doesn't call him the firstborn. It's in 6. This is showing this scripture that verse 27 is regarding Jesus because can you read 27 37 or I'm gonna to have to read it for you to show you you don't know what you're talking about ma'am why are you afraid of the Bible if you follow the Bible are you guys afraid of the Bible can you read 27 to 37 not at all it's that you're becoming argumentative because you're running saying, like Satan does when he perverts scripture so you're not of Satan right then prove to me you're not of Satan read 27 to 37 please you're becoming argumentative. Okay. Carmen, you're wasting your time. Okay, guys, thank you for proving you guys are brainwashed zombies following a script. May God save you. You guys are pathetic. You're Bible perverts like your father, the devil. Because I want you to read for me. Colossians 1.15. Now read 16 for me. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things are created through him and for him. Now let me ask you a question. If verse 16, Paul tells us that by Jesus Christ, all things were created in heaven and on earth, whether visible or invisible, whether thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, authorities, all things were created through and for him. Doesn't that mean that Jesus exists before all things were created? Mm -hmm. Well, all things is all creation, right? Yes. That means he exists before all creation, right? Yes. Then can he be created? No. Right? Because if you exist before all creation, you're not created, right? That's right. Now read verse 17 to make it clear. And he is before all things. There you go. And he's before all things. And in him all things hold together. So verse 17 says, not only did Jesus create all things in heaven and on earth, and all things were created for him, he is, present tense, before all things. He is transcended over all things and exists before all things. And in him, meaning the power that sustains all creation, gives life to all creation, is the power that resides in him. That power is in him and from him. So Jesus is the creator sustainer of all creation, right? Mm -hmm. So then how can he be created? So they kind of ignore the rest of that paragraph. Oh, no. What it sounds like. You know what they do? They add the word other four times. Because by means of him, all other 
things were created in the heavens and the earth, the things visible and things invisible, whether they are thrones or lordships or governments or authorities, all other things have been created through him and for him. Also, he is before all other things, and by means of him, all other things exist. And glory to God, because the original, the manuscripts of the books of the Bible, we have copies in the original languages of these books, Greek for the New Testament, Hebrew, Aramaic for the Old Testament. We can show them, hold on. The very Greek text that you translate from, it says, ta panta. The word other is not there. How dare you insert it? Go to Psalm 89, verses 19 and 20. Of old you spoke in a vision to your godly one and said, I have granted help to no one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David, my servant. With my holy oil, I have anointed him. So who is he talking so about? David. David, right? He's talking about David, right? That's right. So guys, notice he's talking about David. Now read verses 26, 27. What does God say about David? He shall cry to me. You are my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. And I will make him the firstborn and the highest of the kings of the earth. Now notice what God says about David. David was the youngest of eight sons. Jesse's father had eight sons. He was the youngest of eight. And David wasn't the first king of Israel. <clears throat> Saul was king before him. But you see what he said about David, folks? He said, I will make David my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. What does it mean for David to be the firstborn? He wasn't the first son born. He was the youngest of eight. He wasn't the first king of Israel. So what does it mean he's the firstborn? The highest position. You got it. He says it right there. The highest yeah. of the kings of the earth. The one who's preeminent. Right. So why is Jesus called the firstborn of all creation? Not because he's the first one created, but because he's supreme over creation, transcendent over creation, superior, preeminent over creation by virtue of being the creator of creation who owns creation because it says all things were created for him.